it's not like the Oscars. We're talking about Speed Racer. It's a movie that just came out. It's about cars go vroom vroom really fast because that's what Speed Racer is, and that's what the Oscars does. Top of things are awesome. It's awesome, guys. Go. Hi, folks. Welcome back to the Awesome Cast, your podcast for everything awesome. I'm Basil. I'm Eric. I'm nobody. And that's us. Okay, now, before we get into the main subject, the last podcast you probably listened to was our Crystal Chronicles Ring of Fates one. Really? That one finally aired? Yeah, that's airing Wednesday or Thursday, whenever it airs. But we're doing that one. We're doing this one on Friday. Oh, okay. Anyways, we mentioned at the end of it, we're going to start playing hard mode. And we've been playing hard mode. And it's hard much harder like, than the first go around. I haven't expected a Square game to give me this much grief in years. It hasn't really been giving me that much grief. It just takes a lot longer and there's a lot more jumping out of the way than there was before. Well, as a clavot, I sort of run into things and smack them until I fall down. Oh, yeah. So, for me, it's... I have to think a lot more about how I <laughs> do things. It's like, I can go whack, 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 and it falls down to it's whack, 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 oh, crap! I'm at five health. I better heal twice. So, but it's still fun. Definitely. Definitely. And so tonight we're doing our, continuing on with our nerd domination of the box office with, uh, as you may well know, we have a lot of movies coming out this month and we're trying to cover them all. Last week we saw Iron Man and this week we saw Speed Racer. Then upcoming is Prince Caspian, the new Narnia film we we're going to end up with, uh, Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. After that. And uh, if you guys are lucky, maybe we'll continue into next month with uh, Batman the Hulk and... Uh, oh, what's the other one next month? Batman the Hulk... Wally. Wally. Wally, the new Wally. Pixar film. Yeah. I'm so. very excited about Wally. Wally looks really good, but it's Pixar, so... It's not really a matter of, is it awesome? It's more a matter of, how, how awesome. awesome is it? Now, speaking of looking good, Speed Racer. Yes. Now, just as always... Um, well, as of last week, always. We'll probably be pretty spoiler-free for about the first ten minutes or so. Yep. And then, after that hits, you know, no holds barred, we'll talk whatever we want to. Like, last week, when we spoiled into the Iron Man. First thing. The first thing we did on the podcast. So, yes, without further ado, the Wachowski's adaption of Mont Go Go Go, Speed Racer. Hey, 
you out of here. You are one with your enemies. Why don't you try to win this race fair and square? You have beaten us, Speed Racer, but I solemnly swear you will pay for our defeat. We will race you again. Soon. And we will beat you. <laughs> This movie was a very moving was a very moving movie about about a young man and his integrity overcoming the corruption that had proliferated the violent blood sport of the future. Actually, first off, screw you critics. Screw you. This movie was awesome. This movie was great. I don't know what you guys are smoking, but you're wrong. I can understand where they're coming from. Tim- it's different. When you go in to see this movie, it's so different from when you were going in to see Iron Man. Like, you, you go into Iron Man expecting to see a good movie, and you leave having seen a good movie. In this movie, you really have to go in more just looking for an experience rather than necessarily a movie. Yeah, to, to me, this wasn't a good movie. It was a fun movie. It was worth seeing. It was something that I think everybody that uh, likes... Uh, either anime or really awesome visual experiences should go do. But I understand how a critic might sit down and go, you know, the nuts and bolts of this film aren't exactly the greatest. I I have my problems with the movie, and I'll talk about it later, but right now I just want to put out there that I definitely feel like I benefited somehow from seeing the movie. Like, it was definitely worth me seeing, and I'm glad I saw it. 
this, this movie is Speed Racer. It, it's Speed Racer through and through. And maybe because I'm a huge Speed Racer fanboy, I've been watching it ever since I was a little kid, up until, you know, now, that I was thoroughly enjoyed the movie. I was thoroughly impressed, and I kind of want to go back and see it again. Like, I thought it was really good. I, in fact, think that if you if you have any inkling that you want to see this movie, this is a movie that you should see in theaters. The visuals were just absolutely stunning, and like everything was just so vibrant, and it was all so fast and moving, that I really think you're going to lose a lot when it gets transferred to the small screen, so you really should see it in the theater. Yeah, I, I would even go a step farther to say that... Uh... Uh, Basil's talking about going to see it again, and I'm I'm thinking, well, if I'm going to see it again, I need to go in the theater before it leaves, because it's not going to be half the experience at home on the small screen. And I hear that if you have access to an IMAX theater that's showing it, go there. Oh, yeah. yeah. It apparently IMAX. is really, really impressive. This movie is all about the Wachowski brothers, Wachowski Wachowski brother, brothers. brothers, or siblings. siblings. Or siblings. Siblings or now. Whatever. Yeah, Google that. Um, they really, really pushed the digital medium to, you know, its limit to, to make this movie happen. This is very... The original Speed Racer was one of the first color productions in Japan, so they pretty much changed everything how they made their... made anime, because they only made one anime before that, uh, Space Ace, I think, and they had to re-engineer everything to make it work in color, and so they all, they were very particular on what colors they picked and how everything animated and everything... It's actually also one of the first animes to introduce airbrushing into animation in Japan, which previously was only used by, like, Disney. Uh, and the brothers, siblings, whatever, did similar things with digital stuff. Like, they really, they went out of the way to make this as colorful and as crisp as possible. And they didn't try in any way, shape, or form to try to make this realistic. This is not a, we're making a live-action movie based off of Speed Racer. This is a anime that uses live action as the, and digital as the medium to paint the anime. That's probably the best way to put it. There are there are scenes, like there's a scene where Trixie and Speed are up on, up on a hill in the Mach 5 and with the roses all around them and just the vibrantness of the roses, like it's so amazing and overwhelming uh, that the entire movie looked like they had just taken the contrast and just shot it all the way up. Everything was a real bright color, but it was all very well thought out and very well planned. Like, they used a lot of color, but they didn't use it carelessly. They also used an interesting technique. They actually got special cameras and lenses and stuff to, uh, you know, in most movies, there's a there's a foreground and a background, where they want you to focus in the foreground, they kind of blurry the background, and they uh, when they want the background to be important they sort of blurry the foreground no no screw that for speed racer with theirs these new techniques they everything was nice and crisp no background or foreground much like you know an old school anime would look like they would occasionally blur out the background but they usually did that with lights to make little hearts or or something entertaining that was again totally surreal the entire movie was just was just totally surreal like you didn't really feel like you were you were in, like, when we went to see Iron Man, we were sitting there going, well, you know, I want to stay in the Iron Man world. The Speed Racer world was just so dramatic and extraneous that it was just beautiful to watch, but you didn't feel like you were actually yeah, part I, of that. I just have to come back to it. Never, ever attempted to be uh, a live-action movie based on an anime. It, just, it was just a anime that happened to use live-action to create what it did. It, it just was not... 
was a beautiful, like she said, surreal experience that uh, was un- completely unapologetic about being, yeah. you know, speed racer rather than the real world. There, there were some of the racing scenes were just absolutely stunning. Like the tricks that they would have the cars do, the lights reflecting off the cars. They, they just pulled every, every little trick in the book just to make this thing pretty and shiny. Um, and, and, fast. and fast. Yes. Oh, gosh. So fast. This is, like, the best racing film I've ever seen. Just bar none. The other really good thing, like, I keep talking about how beautiful the art is, but the adaptation of... The adaptation from the anime, like, to the to the movie, like, the plot was just about spot on. It just kept doing all... Yeah, like, every major plot point was in Speed Racer. It can't be better than Tokyo Drift. <laughs> no, it, it, it was better than Tokyo Drift. <laughs> And let me tell you, I own Tokyo Drift. And this is where I own Tokyo Drift. But before all we do is talk about how pretty it is, I guess you can tell we think it's pretty. Um, the, it was uh, really acting, true to the original. It was very true to the uh, the original source material. I believe this is just an original Speed Racer plot. The, uh, yeah, it's from the, from the giant trucks to the cross-country racing to the Grand Prix in the end. It was Everything was straight out Speed Racer. The, uh, the acting was great by all around. There was uh, terrific performances. I gotta give special props to John Goodman yeah. as a box oh, yeah. racer. Um, he was really awesome. And um, I don't know the name of the guy who played the, uh, the evil, corporate evil guy, but I really liked him. He was a guy you really wanted to just kick in the face. Even when he was the nice guy in the beginning, you could tell you just wanted to like, beat him oh, in yeah, the he face was... a few times. I forget the actor, and I'm sure we'll include the actor name in the show note, but he did the snarky, evil, sleazy businessman who was ungodly rich and didn't care what he wanted to do. He just wanted to do it and make his money. He was really good. Do I smell pancakes? Sorry. Racer. He was, he was Racer also the X. villain in V uh, for Vendetta, actually. Yeah. Racer X was, was really spot on. Like, oh, yeah. Fantabulous I, job there. Like, well, visually, all the characters look like their characters. Yeah. Like, I didn't quite realize just how much Rex looked like Rex, who's also Racer X. Spoilers! Um, not really. He looked, like, I, I wikipedia the Speed Guys, Racer when I was bored. I heard Aristides at the end of this. Oh, sorry. <laughs> and <laughs> I realized that after he looked like Rex, like, he, if you had translated the anime into live action, he would look like how the actor looked. It was... I was amazed. And Speed Racer looks like Speed. Actually, I did think that the person who looked least like their uh, cartoon analog was Speed, but he was still ridiculously close. Oh yeah, but he at least had the little hair tuft. No, uh, no. Spridle looked the least like his... Nobody was looking at Spridle. Well, Spridle... That's because Spridle was impossible in the comics. Well, Spridle was very, very, very stylized, as stylized goes. But the kid... Oh, the kid was still Spridal. You, you we'll tell about, us. We'll talk about Spridal in a second. <laughs> Which again is just an example of it, the of the movie being so very true, true to, to the, the anime. anime, even down to Spridal. To Spridal. But before then, again, actually, actual spoiler warning. Spoiler warning. We are now. Going into spoilers. This is the spoiler warning. I took this from Nick Arcade. Do do do.
movie opens up with I thought was a really 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 good scene where you get to get to see Speed as a little kid and you get to actually you really do need to sort of have a little bit young of heart you know to walk in and watch this movie because it's very much a kids movie but if you don't have it I feel the movie inter- injects it into you with this glorious scene where you actually now see Speed Racer's imagination as a little kid driving around and how it translates to him driving around in the, it's pre- in the movie's present day. I actually didn't really care for that part, but I could, but watching it I could see how if you did have those same kinds of feelings as a kid, you could immediately relate to that and get shoved into the movie with that. What really hooked me was in the scene exactly after that where it's speed racing the ghost of his his thought-to-be-dead brother, you know, that scene was just really powerful to me. Like, the movie had a bunch of ups and downs like that where it just seemed like it had some really, really, really powerful grip-you moments, but then it had some really, really down moments, kind of like it was racing itself. See, to yeah. me, the, the opening scene that really was the one that made you go, wake up, here it is, Speed Racer started was you get all this stuff that looks sort of kind of real, you know, kind of 1950-ish, but could be real in the school classroom and speeds and his teachers and stuff like that. And then school lets out, and young speed runs out of the school, and you get a look at the outside speed racer world with all its cars and colors and the way they did grass and flowers and Holy trees for the crap, first yeah, and the sky like, was blue the sky, yes. and it's like this is not reality like it's <laughs> literally like the, they wanted you to go slap you in the face and say hey guys you're in the speed racer world now not the real world <laughs> time to enjoy time it time to enjoy it now my little sister I actually taught she actually saw this movie before I did sort of and she warned me about it when I was going into it and she told me that she only got in there and she only watched it for about 20 minutes before she got up and went to go see Iron Man because I had raved about Iron Man. I really regret that she hadn't stayed through. This movie was worth staying through the whole thing. Oh yeah, like, it's... Oh man. Like nobody said, you know, it's got its highs and it's got its lows. But man, when it gets going, especially in those race scenes, oh man... God, those race scenes are the most violent thing I think I've seen in years. Now let's let's preface that. That was the cross country race. Both of them, the final race, the Grand Prix was terrible. Why were there spikes in the middle of the race? R- rollerball and cars, people. Anybody seen? Not the new rollerball. God, I'm sorry. If you just thought about like the 1990s remake of rollerball, I apologize. But no, I'm talking about the original rollerball. Uh, rollerball with cars, guys. Now, technically, they did try to do something to make it a little bit more kid-friendly, in that every time you saw a car terribly explode or fall off a cliff or something that would definitely have killed whoever was in it, you did, in fact, see that the... I keep wanting to say pilot, but that the driver would get thrust out and wrapped in, like, this egg foam or whatever. Yeah, quick save, that's what they were calling it. You know, and the one guy who fell off a cliff did have a parachute that you could see... But it was still just ridiculously violent, and they just, like, destroyed those cars. There's no real way anybody could have gotten out of that. Guys, there was a car driven by a Viking that shot out maces and jumped in the air, flipped and spun, swinging the maces at other cars. And then Racer X flipped above Above it, it. then punched the Viking in the face as the car was flipping around past it. Yeah. Like, this... Violent blood sport of the future. It's what it's about. It's not about racing. It's referred to as Carfu, and I believe it. 
This yeah. is Carfu. Carfu guys. Like it's it really was what the brothers did to like martial arts in the Matrix. They did the racing with Speed Racer. Well, Speed Racers who invented bullet time. It's true. Uh, I love how they always tried to work in. Did anybody else notice that they were putting in speed lines? But they always tried to give you a reason there were speed lines. Yes. Yeah. Um, for example, there's a scene during the middle of the cross country race where they're all outside the car fighting, and there's snow falling. And whenever the characters move really fast, they have all the snowflakes flee, freeze in place and move in a line. It's really hard to describe, but it creates the speed lines effect of the characters. Or whenever, you know, Spryl and Chim Chim decide to try and react out anime scenes. Oh god, oh Spryl and Chim Chim. Spryl and Chim Chim, by far and away, were the worst part of the movie. Oh yeah, uh, Stab the, your eyes out, guys. The thing is, though, that no part that went to Spritle and Chim Chim was bad. The kid playing Spritle was very was was good at acting. Did as good as he could. His lines that were written for him were Spritle's lines. The problem is just the character's terrible. Yeah, it was an awful character. Like they used it at one point uh, when Speed and Trixie are kissing at the end, and it's all the romantic sweet scene. They used it to. Spoil the Halt good moment. The sweet scene in the middle. You know, the monkey actually did a pretty good job. But oh, yeah. Spritle was just. Well, I mean, Spritle is really there because this is, again, a kid's film. Yes. And Spritle is there for little kids to inhabit, to see this world through Spritle's eyes. Yeah. He's the guy you're supposed to relate to. And I think he does a very good job of presenting a very relatable he, kid. But all of us whose me. balls have dropped hate Spritle. He reminded me very much of every annoying little kid that I've ever met. All of them balled up into one incarnation. He actually reminded me a little bit of my roommate when my roommate was a child. Yeah, he was very much, <laughs> yes. uh, uh, we're gonna go ahead and say that. He's very much Barry with a monkey. Yes. Barry with the monkey wandering around in the speed race world. Now, you guys out there probably don't know Barry, but Barry knows Barry and he's gonna hear this and be very angry with us. But that's okay. We love you anyway, Barry. They was constantly asking, why is there a monkey? Why is there a monkey? Why is there a monkey? It's like, monkeys are awesome. How could there not be a monkey? It's Speed Racer. But Trixie was also Trixie very awesome. Trixie was great. Trixie, Trixie was a great was, character. Trixie was way more badass in this movie than she was ever in the cartoon. And it worked yeah, she so was, well. She was the, the most... The character that was di- the most different from the anime, but at the same time, she was just like... To me, a direct line evolution of the character for the 1990s. Yeah. You know, uh, she was very much, you know, the girlfriend. I'm going to back you up. At the same time, she could kick ass in her own right. She could drive. A lot of times when they introduce really strong female characters that are primarily the love interest like Trixie is, they have a tendency to say, okay, you can be badass over here, but now this guy's going to grab your wrist and render you completely helpless. Trixie didn't do that. No, no, some, no. At one point, some guy tried to grab her wrist and render her useless and realized what a stupid move that was. But she promptly kicked his ass. At one time, Speed Racer did the classic weird thing. No, no, it'll be too dangerous. You can't come. And then she goes, okay, then I'm going to rat you out and you can't go anyways. He's like, what? Yep, I guess you better take me along. And he's like, yeah, I guess I better. Since we're in the spoiler section, I'll go ahead and say that there's one point where in the rally race, you know, one of the racing members can't do can't do it anymore, and so Trixie says, "Well, I'll race," and she does, and she's badass. There's that is actually uh, does lead to the only sort of damsel in distress scene, but 
the guy who that she was replacing had way more damsel in distress. Yeah, way more damsel. That, that Asian guy was oh, like... Oh, Korean pop star. I'm sorry, Asian. your Asian race driver's in another castle. I mean, it was just Poor like, guy. He yeah. just kept having moments. Yeah, exactly. You know, they just should have just given him a pink dress and <laughs> made him part of the Mushroom Kingdom. Because, you know, Racer X just kept having to rescue his ass. Yeah, it's it's true. It was kind of like, why didn't y'all save me faster so I could get first place? They're like, look, we're doing the best we can. Yeah, there is literally a point where this character is yelling at Racer X and Speed Racer for being better than him and showing off and saving him and not winning. And it's like, gee, I'm sorry that you suck. And I, I believe really this is say. the Viking axe scene that yes. we're referring to. And and he, they and uh, who was it? I think Speed Racer did literally pretty much say, "Well, if you didn't suck so much and we had to save you, yeah. <laughs> we would have won." And it was very true. Like the the racer family. Oh yeah. Is not really they they talk a lot about how they're all great racers and how racing is their life and their religion. They're not racers. They're superheroes. Like the whole family just drops down and goes into combat so regularly. Not, not, not yet. You see, because you're 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 getting pa- you're getting ahead. Because uh-huh. immediately after that one scene where they're yelling at the at, you know, Princess Peach over there, they have a ninja attack. No. Or rather, <laughs> a ninja attack. The ninja attack, and not only, like there's a there's a glorious scene. It's absolutely wonderful work. John Goodman has had done a good job up to this point. Uh, a very serviceable job. And, uh... No, no, not yet. I mean, before, you're also going to, you know, Speed Racer get, kick some butt. Racer, like, Ninja's Attack. Well, yes, Ninja's, ninjas but no, attack. but up to this point, John Goodman had done a very serviceable job with the character. And there is a point where Ninja's Attack, the Racer family, and one of them just backs into the mountain that is John Goodman. And that scene, it's just of him defending his family, and just like, no, you didn't attack my kids was so wonderful and so brilliant. It was just great. And then after it was all over with, where the entire family more or less starts kicking ass, taking names... Including Trixie. Including Trixie. They go, was that a ninja? And, and he goes, no, more like a, a ninja. ninja. Yeah, more like a ninja. It's terrible what passes for ninjas these days. <laughs> and it was a great line. It was a great line, great scene. I did feel bad for apparently most Steph, who was portraying the black guard, who got... You know, knocked out pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. But I don't think that he the was ninja. there for a... This was the other great thing that we walked out of the theater talking about. It yes. showed that the Wachowski brothers or somebody in costuming... I don't know, someone really high up in that movie really does care about anime because when uh, John Goodman was beating the crap out of the Notja, uh, the Notja's keys got flung out of his pocket and on his keychain... Was Peachan. Peachan was a little, yeah, from Ron One Half, in case there's really young, stupid people that haven't seen Ron Well, yeah, there's also the scene where, you know, you've got uh, Sprout Chipchin reenacting sort of a Fist of the North Star parody in the very beginning, where you actually start seeing, you know, you see this really badly done Flash animation thing, and then you see their heads. Then you actually start seeing them actually act out all the scenes of their show, and the mom starts yelling at them. Yeah, it's, it's What you're pretty... doing? Nothing. Is this you the mean, same nothing the, that broke the couch last week? No, no. that was a different nothing. <laughs> That's a completely different nothing. <gasps> oh, it was it was really good, and it was full of a lot of very emotionally moving bits. Like I was, re- it really affected me the changes that were made in the 
in the Pops character. Not yeah. not the changes like from the anime to this movie, but like during the course of the movie, the dynamic that that character took. Uh, you know, what with him, you know, when Racer X is leaving, he's saying, you get out of here and you never come back, to when Speed is about to leave and he goes, no, you're my son, I love you, you can always come back. They, like, they, it was very emotional. They did a really good job portraying the fact that one of the central themes, I think, of Speed Racer is how they treated Rex when he was a racer and how the way they treated him, you know, they screwed up and they forced Rex to leave and become Racer X. Whereas Speed, they had learned from their mistakes, including Racer X, and they're now, instead of being very aggressive towards him, they're all now very supportive of Speed. It, it shows you just how a nice sort of family could really go a long way for you becoming a better person. And it was... Yeah. And you know, it's how But they were also superheroes, so... Well, it's... It's anime. It's anime. I mean, you know... Like, just, you know, they Racer... They all had main character powers. Rex, Rex Racer left to go become uh, Racer X, the superhero. <laughs> well, yeah, but, you know, this is... The entire thing is very fantastical. I mean, again, you don't expect to go this into, like... You don't go this expecting into the real world. You're going to expect, oh, man, Speed Racer. And exactly. He's a demon on wheels. <laughs> it, and there you go. There you go. It was never trying to be the real world. And, if you know, every time you expect something real world, it gave you something different. They get, I mean, they had vertical, like, you know... Driving cl- up cliffs. Driving up cliffs. Even when they were showing, oh, one of the Royalton's you know, car manufacturer, where they show the car manufacturers going up instead of... Yeah. Side to side. It was just like, that's crazy. Now, um, one thing I do want to address before we end this off, as we're getting kind of towards the close of it. Anybody know what happened to the Mach 5 at the end of the movie? Like, we actually had a lot of debate over this. They have the Mach 5, it gets destroyed, it gets used for a rally race, and then suddenly before the Grand Prix, they need to rebuild and build a new car because they don't have a Mach 5 anymore. Now, our current theory is that it was destroyed... The government gave them a new Mach 5 for the rally race, then took it away from them again. Well, that's that was a good theory. I also had the theory that perhaps they just modified the Mach 5 so badly for the rally race that it wasn't legal for the tournament But why anymore. couldn't they unmodify it? You saw them build an entirely new car from scratch, fuselage uh, and all. I, I'm pretty sure that in the anime for the Grand Prix they had to build a new car too, and I think it was just one of those... One of the few bits that didn't translate quite right. Yeah, the, the, there was no real lead-up. Maybe there's a scene missing, right, somewhere in the extended version. Another thing, did anyone else notice how uh, Trixie and... What's his name? Uh, Sparky? Yeah, Trixie and Sparky apparently live in the same house with the yeah, entire racer family. Yeah, exactly. Live with the whole racer family. Uh, but that's Speed Racer. Yet again, that's... That's how more or less how Speed Racer works. Well, Sparky, I can understand. I mean, Sparky, there was the garage, you know, the Pops Racer. Uh, yeah. Um, they, pro- they probably aren't doing too well. They probably are putting him up to well, keep him. Well, a small organization like that, if it's got a shop in the home, probably has, like, an extra room off the shop where yeah. he lives. Apparently, Trixie came home with Speed one day when she was, like, nine and never left. I mean, from what I can tell, her own family doesn't exist, so... I don't know if you ever see her in the her family in the anime either. I think it's just one of those things you just sort of have to go. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, you accept that Trixie is Speed's girl. You know, Wednesday, okay. Wednesday okay. Wednesday the came of, a long the way. The level of which of how much of his girl she is is just never an issue. Well, uh, just... apparently, she actually sleeps with uh, 
uh, his mom because the two or three times that when they were interrupted at night, it was always Trixie and Mom Racer running in together. Well, you know, it's not like anybody sleeps in the same bed. They have two separate beds and push them together when need be. There's probably is a huge family Omega bed. You know, it's just oh man, Omega bed. There's no way that there's Omega bed, an Omega bed with Sean Goodman in the corner of it. <laughs> with Susan Sarandon. Oh man, Omega bed. Omega bed is the best bed. Oh yeah. But that's a topic for a different podcast. And we'll talk about the Omega bed when you're old. That's right. And so, uh, well, that's all I got. You want to rate this sucker? So... How many awesomes out of awesome? That's gonna be Mach Five awesomes. You know, I'll have to say, like, you know, like we said earlier, you know, Iron Man was always awesome the entire way through. It always maintained a pre-level, high level of awesome. However, Speed Racer had it was more like like a racetrack. It would ha- it had its ups and downs. But when that speed, when it, Speed Racer got up there, it soared. It soared. I there were times where I was way more into it than I was in Iron Man. Like, during that final scene of the Grand Prix, I was like, go speed, go, 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 that's right, you tell him this car shit was weak, that's right, you tell him, get off of your track. You can see, if you could see us, me and nobody looking at Basil like he's just, like, laid an egg by saying that Iron, it was better than Iron Man at any point. Like, it was, I'm sorry, but like. Back, but, 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 fanboying aside. It did have more intense moments than Iron Man. But as a whole, Iron Man was better, and I actually am having a hard time deciding how many awesomes to give this, because I'm still torn between whether this was truly awesome or just a weird kind of niche awesome. Look, in the end, awesome is awesome. Mach 5 awesomes, the end. And I mean, let me put it this way. I now just recently bought the entire series of Speed Racer, again on DVD, because I watched the movie. So... Well, I guess that settles it. Mach 5 Awesomes. So, check it out next week when we're talking about other things. Probably Narnia would be one of them. Things that make us go. Will you make us go? Go, go, go. Go to it's Speed Mach 5. Go, go, go. This has been the Awesome Cast. To learn more about us, check us out on the web at osmcast.com. Awesome Cast. So awesome, only three letters can contain it. Or send us an email at awesomecast at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye bye. <laughs>